0: Hi, everybody. Welcome to Walton Biz Talk, where we have casual conversations about professional things. We're a student run podcast created by the Business Communication Lab in the Sam M. Walton College of Business. I'm Ryan Decker. And I'm Jesse Schneeblen. And this season, we're exploring the topic of health. We're going to explore a lot of different interdisciplinary approaches to the subject of health and really see what it is and why it's an important topic to discuss. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Walton Biz Talk. As the novel coronavirus known as COVID-19 causes disruptions around the world, we at Walton BizTalk Talk want to keep you informed and up-to-date as this situation develops. So COVID-19 is a type of coronavirus. Other coronaviruses you may have heard of are SARS back in 2002 and MERS in 2012. So coronaviruses is a class of virus. It's not a specific virus. So whenever we refer to this a virus that's causing all the problems right now. It is known as COVID-19. So a little bit of a brief recount about what has happened so far. The World Health Organization has declared this a pandemic. And because of this, uh, the University of Arkansas has taken measures to help prevent the spread in our area by canceling all in-person classes and moving everything into an online format. So a lot, of co- or a lot of colleges across the country have done similar things to help prevent the spread of this virus while still um, allowing students to you know, still learn and still get the education that they need. So this virus originally started in China and it has since moved to other countries around the world and recently has you know, developed a foothold in the United States. It's important, especially in these situations, to know what to do and what not to do uh, to help prevent the spread of the virus. So the CDC recommends some mitigation strategies, uh, one of which is community mitigation. So it's important before we have a vaccine or a drug uh, to prevent the spread to practice community mitigation to help protect healthcare workers and other high-risk individuals and also help prevent the spread um, on a wide scale. First, it's important to know where to get information about COVID-19. So there's a lot of information out there that may not be factually accurate. So going to resources such as the CDC uh, and the World Health Organization or WHO is really important to know exactly what they're recommending to do to prevent the spread of COVID-19. One of the things they recommend is practicing social isolation. And so this does not mean, at least right now, totally cutting yourself off from everyone and not having any human contact. Instead, it just means avoiding situations of large groups and situations where you'd be more susceptible to easily spread the virus from person to person. So really just use common sense on this. Don't go out into situations where there's lots of people if you can avoid it, and instead just you know stay home or stay in very small groups of people where there's limited opportunity to spread the virus it's also important to consider uh, you know your supply of food and other prescriptions and other essentials so have at least the cdc recommends having at least two weeks of food prescriptions and other essentials like that Um, however it's probably more important to stock up on food and these other essentials than it is to stock up on a lot of toilet paper but you know if if that's what's important to people then there we go It's also important to remember that you'll have to be adaptable in these situations. So everything's changing so quickly, and I know students at the University of Arkansas and other colleges around the country know that things happen very quickly. As of yesterday around this time, um, we thought we would go until spring break like normal, but then one email comes out and we are now on an online-only format. So things change really quickly and it's important to stay adaptable and stay up to date uh, from information from the CDC and other health organizations to know exactly what to do in these times. It's also important to be mindful of high-risk individuals. So a lot of young and healthy people probably do not have a lot to worry about from this new coronavirus because it is not very fatal to them. However, it is more fatal to some individuals who are older or at a high risk due to uh, previous health conditions. So, you know, the spread of these, uh, the spread of this virus really can occur really easily because it it is very, um, it, it is easily spread. So, it's important to be mindful of these individuals and not give the, not, you know, not have the opportunity to spread it to them. So washing your hands, avoiding touching your face, disinfecting surfaces regularly, all of these things are really important. And it's also important to, you know, if you feel like you're getting sick or if you have the symptoms that the CDC, um, puts out there to get tested. So it is a little bit difficult now to get tested, but this will, you know, testing is likely to increase in the coming weeks as a plan is put in place and we have the resources for this. So it's important to follow all the necessary steps, such as calling ahead, making sure that the doctor's office that you go to has the test and that they would be able to test you, and then following through with that and getting tested. And if you have any questions, uh, we'll provide some information here on Walton BizTalk as we go throughout this process, but really the best resources you can go to are the CDC and the World Health Organization, because they have a lot more experience with this than we do. So consulting them would be the best case. It's also important to know what not to do, especially during a pandemic. So I understand that you know flights are really cheap right now, and there's online classes, especially if you're um, at you know, a college or if you're working and they have since moved to remote work it's tempting to go out and travel, right? Flights are really cheap. It can be a really exciting time to, you know, book international travel or something like that. But this is not the time to be traveling. And especially young people who think, oh, this won't affect me. Um, There's no risk for me to travel. There still is because your effect on others is important as well. And so don't wait for the government regulation to prevent you from traveling or doing things like that and take matters into your own hands and just be responsible. I think that's the biggest thing as we go throughout this process is not waiting on someone else to force you to do something, but rather think about it and use common sense and really think about if your actions will have a positive or negative impact. So any travel that's not specifically required, uh, try to avoid that and uh, and also just avoid other Risks that you may, um, you know, you may be thinking of taking. So just be mindful of that and be mindful of others as you go throughout this process. Along those same lines, using, you know, justify traveling or other things using your age or the low fatality rate is not a good thing to do. So catching the virus can mess up your life in more ways than just straight up killing you. Um, young, healthy people are not really at risk of dying from the COVID-19 virus, but a lot of people are more susceptible to this risk. So, you know, even if you do not die and you get the virus, there is a possibility of scar tissue in the lungs and uh, restricting activity level in the future. So it's really just, you don't want the virus. You don't want to risk it. You don't want to take these risks. You don't want to travel and uh, put yourself at a higher risk of getting it. And so, a lot of people are saying, oh, it's a low fatality rate. It's not really that big of a deal. But when you think about a virus, should we, really, should we really evaluate or measure a virus by its fatality rate? If it's spreading so rapidly, as we've seen in other countries, it's important to just stop it before it becomes a problem. So imagine that somehow you do get the coronavirus. And you're, you could be asymptomatic. You could not show any symptoms at all. You could think this is just a common cold, no big deal, go about your life like normal. But if you're interacting with a lot of people who may be older, like your parents, grandparents, or people with um, you know, a health condition or who are immunocompromised, they are at very high risk of getting that virus from you and having a lot more severe symptoms than you may have. So it's important to remember this as you go through uh, this process and if you do get it, uh, which hopefully you can prevent in the first place. But if you do, stay at home, stay away from others, and really just practice common sense to prevent the spread further. So really the main message here is just use common sense throughout the process because if you, you know, if you want to go out and travel, you're putting yourself at a higher risk and really not helping anything. So just wane it out, stay at home, don't take those risks, practice social isolation um, if you can and go through that process and we'll see it, you know, be resolved faster than it could be. So social isolation is kind of funny because it should seem like an overreaction if it works. So after this whole thing passes through, we could be like, yeah, that was, we didn't really need to do that. But that's the point. Right. If if we practice the social isolation now, if we practice all these preventative measures, we could think we could think in the future that this was, you know, overreaction, that we didn't need to do this. But that's that's the point of it, and that's why we need to do it now. So now that you know what to do and what not to do, oh another thing what not to do is not to blame other countries, other people, anything like that for the spread of the virus. Right now, the focus is on preventing the spread and it doesn't help to attack certain individuals, attack certain countries, anything like that, because that's so unproductive and hurtful. We need to band together and focus on helping each other get through this pandemic, instead of tearing each other down and making matters worse. So now that you know what to do and what not to do, uh, I wanna talk a little bit about what Walton is gonna look like in the future. So since we're talking about health this season, uh, we will not stop episodes. So we will do whatever we can to keep these episodes coming for you to provide real-time updates as well as um, just, you know, providing you with information about this situation. So we'll try to bring you weekly or bi-weekly updates um, by talking to experts both about the virus and its effects. Uh, We still are working on uh, figuring out a way to talk with these individuals but we will bring you all of the information that we can on a biweekly or weekly basis and I will also be researching this new coronavirus on my own time and share info with you about what this really means, steps that you should take along the way and things like that. Because the campus has shifted to online, episode, or because campus has shifted to online classes episodes may look a little bit different than they have in the past um, so just bear with us as we navigate these changes, but we will still provide all this information to you to make sure that you are informed about this pandemic and the steps that you should take along the way, as well as learning more about it. So that's it for this week. So make sure to stay well and stay tuned for updates in the future. And we hope that you, um, you know, practice some of these preventative measure- measures such as social isolation. And things like that to help mitigate the spread and keep everyone well. So whether you're a University of Arkansas student or another listener um, and you're traveling home or anything like that, safe travels, stay well, and we will see you in the upcoming weeks.